Welcome to Victorious Living. See, there is an anointing that is within us. I said that. But there also is an anointing that can come upon you. And the way you keep the anointing on you is to fellowship with God. You have the Spirit of God within you. You're born of the Spirit of God. He lives within you. So God has given us an anointing within but it's up to me to bring that anointing that's in me to the outside of me. And the way that I do that is I fellowship with God other than getting up and saying, hi God, how you doing today? And go about your business. I fellowship with God. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us, does God oppress his children with sickness? We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares, Does God Oppress His Children With Sickness? And so oppression, what is oppression? Have you ever been oppressed? Oppression is the exercise of authority or power in a cruel or unjust manner in whatever form it may be in. That's oppression. That's what the devil does. He exercises authority or power in a cruel and unjust manner in whatever form it may be in. Sickness and disease, poverty, worry, all the things that we can continue to list that oppresses your thinking. And, and an oppressed person is a worried person. An oppressed person is uh, mentally, they're disillusioned so often when the word of God is presented to them because they believe it's God who has made them sick. So they are disillusioned with wrong thinking. And so oppression is the exercise of authority or power in a cruel or unjust manner in whatever form it's found in. In this case that we're talking about is sickness and disease. Satan and his tyranny has come not to bless you but to, to destroy you, destroy your life. While you live, you might live to be quite an old age, a ripe old age, as we say sometimes. But Satan's desire is to oppress you and squeeze the life of God to the background, to the back shelf of your thinking, all the while planting in your thinking and mind that it's God doing it. Well, there will be no faith released when I believe God's making me sick because I just want the will of God to be done. There we come back to this. The will of God is found in the word of God and it's not found in any other way, but in the word of God. All right, let's go to the Old Testament. Go back to Isaiah chapter, uh, chapter 10 and let's look at this subject this morning. Does God oppress his children with sickness. 
And does that mean if a, if a child of God is sick, does that mean they're evil? No. But what it does mean, it means that the child of God has not written the word on the tablets of their heart so that they can speak it and so that they do it. That's all that means. It doesn't mean you're a bad person, but you know, all there are good folks that, that have sickness and disease as well. All right, Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke, there this word yoke is, is the word for oppression. And the oppression shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So there in, it, there in its uh, essence, it tells you what, where the power lies to, uh, to bring healing and deliverance from what Satan has imposed upon the human race. How did that happen? Well, it happened when, uh, when Adam allowed Satan into the garden and, uh, and disobedient to the instruction that God gave to him, when he gave him the garden, he said, take it and tend to it and you take care of it. Uh, and, but what, Satan, uh, what Adam did, he let Satan into the garden who was a thief he came to steal and kill and destroy. So Adam allowed it. I can allow Satan into my garden. You can allow Satan into your garden. Garden as it were. And so it came to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. Now what day is he talking about? In that day the day of the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon God's children. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. Whose burden? Satan's burden. His burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke or his oppression shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So the anointing is vital in your life, in our life, then the anointing is vital because it is the oppression, oppressive or oppression breaker. And so a lot of times we are calling on God to do something for us that he has empowered us to do for ourselves. He has put his anointing on the inside of us. He has given every believer an unction. We have an unction, which is the word for anointing. We have an unction from the Holy One. Why do we have, or how do we have an unction from the Holy One? Because you're born of the Spirit of God that carries the anointing of God, that has the unction of God in it. That's how that works. And so here again, as I read, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden, Satan's burden, Satan's oppression, Satan, whatever, 
he, he has to offer that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, his yoke or his oppression from off thy neck and the oppression shall be destroyed because of the anointing. That's the will of God. No question about it. No, it's not an if and or the other. That is the will of God. So if I want to find out what the will of God is, where sickness and disease is concerned, it's for me to have health. Amen. Now, let me, let, me, let me say this before we move along here. That doesn't mean a person is a bad person because Satan seeks whom he may destroy. If I'm not versed in what the word of God says, if I do not write the word of God on the tablets of my heart, I become a prime suspect for Satan to pick on. Now, I know sometimes, you know, people can kind of get twisted up in their mind on this and kind of shut their mind down when they're listening to teaching concerning what God's will is. Uh, and we don't want to do that. You don't, you don't ever want to have a, a, a twinge of thought that God's behind this. And I've said this often in the last 50 years, 40 something years, I've said that God and Satan are not in cahoots. They don't work in cahoots. You know, I don't know what cahoots means. I believe it means together. So they do not work in togetherness or they do not work together. Now, the yoke uh, shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So two things let's look at here just for a few moments this morning. Let's look at the word anointing. Anointing. See, there is an anointing that is within us. I said that. But there also is an anointing that can come upon you. And the way you keep the anointing on you is to fellowship with God. You have the spirit of God within you. You're born of the spirit of God. He lives within you. So God has given us an anointing within but it's up to me to bring that anointing that's in me to the outside of me. And the way that I do that is I fellowship with God other than getting up and saying, hi God, how you doing today? And go about your business. I fellowship with God. I fellowship with his word. I pray, I sing, I do those things. Why? Because I want the anointing that's in me to come up on me so that uh, the burden can be removed. So we, we all have come to believe, I, I say we all, maybe, we all have come to believe that the meaning of anointing is referring to the work of the Holy Spirit and what he does. When I'm healed, it's because the quickening power of the Holy Spirit has uh, generated that power not only in me but upon me to, to bring me deliverance from sickness and disease. And then uh, we see then that here in this verse of scripture, here anointing is the antitype of something that is pre-shadowed by a type or a symbol. Here the antitype uh, is of the one who is to come that has the anointing in and on him and that being Jesus. 
So that this is a, an antitype of, uh, of that. Anointing here is a New Testament event prefigured, shown or represented beforehand in the Old Testament. It was shown in the Old Testament. It prefigured the one who was coming with the, with the anointing of God in him and upon him. And it showed beforehand what the anointed would do and it would set people free and people would be healed. So the Holy Spirit was already with the prophets, the priests and the kings of that day doing the work of Messiah so far as healing, miracles and deliverance was concerned. Okay, so we could say the Holy Spirit in that day was a foreshadowing and representing the Messiah who was to come, Jesus. Isaiah prophetically speaks of the deliverance of Israel out of their captivity in Babylon, yet this prophetic statement also speaks to the redemption of believers from the tyranny in the unrestrained exercise of sin and Satan. So the Bible says, what does it say? It said, uh, you know, uh, it talk, talks about... It's our hope that today's message, Does God Oppress His Children With Sickness?, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you'd like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 27. Today's special offer number is 27. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.